Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Welcome. Before we get going, I want you to know about our on-demand video-based program that will allow you to learn almost everything I teach related to client acquisition, particularly referrals, introductions, communicating your value, and creating productive relationships with centers of influence. We offer listeners of Top Advisor Podcast a $200 membership fee reduction to the Academy. When you get a minute, head over to thecatesacademy.com. That's thecatesacademy.com. Write it down if you're not driving. Uh, and use coupon code TCA, the Kate's Academy, TCA200, and you'll save $200. So if you've been following my work for any length of time, you know that my business expertise and my personal mission all converge on the topic of referrals, more specifically personal introductions. Uh, let me explain. For almost 30 years, I've been showing financial professionals how to create exponential growth by multiplying their best clients. That's my business expertise. My personal mission is to help as many people as I can make an educated financial decision that are, that's in their best interest. For some, that means creating, maintaining, and providing financial dignity for themselves and their loved ones. For others, it means growing their wealth to live a life of abundance. Therefore, by helping financial professionals meet and serve more people, I bring my business expertise and personal mission together. This is why I've been looking forward to today's show with my special guest, successful financial advisor, Tyson Vines. I first met Tyson in the fall of 2020 when I interviewed him as part of my preparation for a presentation to a group of very successful financial professionals. In fact, my interview with Tyson and several of his colleagues were the spark to get me started with this very Top Advisor podcast. But that's a longer story for another time. I'll take just a couple of minutes to give you a little more information about Tyson, and then we'll dig into several topics that I think you'll find relevant, interesting, and extremely useful in your own success journey. After a long Wall Street career helping sovereign wealth funds, pensions, and private banks globally, Tyson founded V Financial Partners in 2012 with the mission to care for people and their businesses through personal finance and increase financial literacy in an enjoyable, open, and honest way. To say that Tyson is fulfilling his mission would be an understatement. In 2021, Tyson was named to the Forbes list of the top 250 financial security professionals, and just named number two in Ohio by Forbes in July of 2022. And Tyson has achieved this great level of success while still in his 30s, currently 38, so later edge of 30s. Uh, so he's still a young pup uh, for a lot of people in this world. While graduating from Ohio University, double majoring in accounting and finance, Tyson met his wife, Lorena, the first day of college and have been married for 15 years. Tyson and Lorena live in o Aurora, Ohio, outside of Cleveland with their daughter, Juliana, and their son, Liam. And as a family, they enjoy traveling specifically to see family in Italy and explore the world. Finally, get this, Tyson's very successful practice has been 
referral only for about five years, and he averages 3.5 incoming qualified referral prospects per week. And that's something we have to get into. So Tyson Vines, welcome to Advisor Podcast. Thank you, Bill. Absolutely honored to be here. And hopefully it's the best 15 minutes of the week for a lot of folks. Yeah, and maybe a little more in 15 minutes, but uh, we'll make it as valuable as possible. Um, so I know that your approach, you approach your business with a lot of heart and, and a lot of passion. It shows up on your website, shows up in how we talk. And it seems that this comes from two major events in your life, events that you don't shy away from sharing with others. In fact, on your website, under the banner Tyson's Story, you have a pretty well-produced video that tells your story and, and how those experiences drive you and your mission to serve your clients every day. If you would, please give our listeners the executive briefing of these stories and how you tie these stories back to how your clients benefit from working with you. Well, thank you. Um, stories make us. Uh, we're all mm -hmm. unique and, and we all have our own journey and really excited to share mine today and and especially through, you know, Tyson's story that um, you can easily see online really started at two really important times in my life. First, I was a six-year-old farm boy in, in North Central Ohio. And unfortunately, a tragedy struck our family and my grandfather um, was pushing dirt behind a barn and a tractor rolled over on him. And then he unfortunately died the same day. Mm. Um, Sadly, there was no life insurance to help the farm keep going. Uh, it was a tough time in the early 90s in, in dairy farming business. And, you know, row by row, you know, we ended up selling every piece of equipment, machinery, and a lot of land, unfortunately, uh, so that my grandmother, you know, newly widowed, had enough to, you know, continue her story. Um, so, so that was a situation where, man, if we had life insurance, my family would have been in a little different situation. Who knows? I might be uh, doing this from a cornfield instead. But, you might be uh, a farmer I, right now, right? <laughs> that's right. But I have a feeling I, I'd probably be on this podcast somehow. Um, and and then secondly, um, you know, I, you know, starting, you know, shoot, you know, investing in stocks when I was 12, 13 years old, starting a Roth IRA when I was 16, uh, doing all these kinds of things. Um, went to college, accounting and finance and loved investing. Um, but again, tragedy struck my family. Um, you know, I'm two, three weeks into college. I get a call from my dad. Um, he lets me know that he just saw a scan that he has lung cancer. And unfortunately, we have to start chemo treatments right away. Um, you know, not a year and a half later, uh, he passed away. Um, but here, there, there is a silver lining. Um, there is, um, there was life insurance. Um, he said it wasn't going to happen. Uh, to him. And there was enough life insurance for my mom and dad to keep the house they built together. Um, my, myself to stay in college, my sister to get ready uh, for college herself and uh, to be able to live the legacy that he wanted to live for us. So uh, life insurance uh, changed my life. It It's enhanced my life. And uh, it's definitely a part of a, a protection first planning process that, that I have. And uh, I know it's not fun to talk about it's uncomfortable to talk about. Um, and it's so, so necessary. But, but you don't shy away from it. I mean, you have a video that talks about it. You've seen it from both sides, right? You've seen it from not having a plan in place and you've seen it from having some, at least some plan in place and the difference it makes. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm curious, um, 
when when do you bring the story up? Uh, do you direct people to the video? Uh, do your clients refer you by sharing that story? Tell me how you use this in your prospecting client acquisition process, if at all. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, it's something that, you know, at first I was really, really shy about. I didn't want to talk about. I didn't want to bring it up. I almost didn't even um, produce the video, but I was definitely encouraged by some peers to do so. And I'm so thankful I did. Um, so how do we share it? Um, just from a individual perspective, um, it's really cool. You can make uh, basically an Amazon Kindle almost in a, uh, in a bifold. Um, it only costs maybe $30, $40 to produce nowadays. You can actually have a video that you can send to certain prospects or COIs. And I did that in uh, the beginning of my career. Uh, really just kind of to share share my story um, just in a better um, and direct way um, to say, hey, um, you know, business owner or individual or, or caring dad or mom, I'm definitely thinking about getting life insurance. And that was just a great gateway to talk about other planning, investment planning, financial planning, um, fee-based businesses, and all those kinds of things. Um, we're a desperately underinsured world out there. And uh, not enough wealth advisors are talking about life insurance because it's difficult. And oftentimes it's a one-time sale, um, but it's so, so important, especially in estate planning and portfolio management these days. Um, so that piece there, um, definitely want it um, to be there. A lot of my clients, I would say half of them don't know it exists until they kind of bring it up or they saw it. Um, mm -hmm. I do share it um, sometimes periodically, you know, especially around lifetime awareness month in September and those kinds of things. But um, you know, I encourage everybody on this call to share their story um, about life insurance and protection. And, you know, if you need to steal mine, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's just, just as good. <laughs> so, well, you know, it, it's funny. I, when I talk to folks who don't have a why as compelling as yours, um, especially folks that are new in the business, I often will say, yes, use someone else's why. Now don't lie and say it's yours but say you were inspired by it. So someone could certainly right. go to yours and say, you know, let me tell you a little bit about why I do this. And, and it came from watching uh, a story of one of my colleagues in this business, right? So you're, you're being honest uh, and you were inspired by someone else's story till you get your own story. Obviously it's better if your own uh, and, and real quick, Tyson, I want to let everybody know that uh if they haven't already done so, I highly recommend that everyone also goes uh, and listens to episode number 25 of Top Advisor Podcast. It's a fun and very informative interview with Deidre Van Ness discussing uh, how to create and use what she calls a personal brand story. So very similar. So that's episode uh, number 25 with Deidre Van Ness. So uh, moving forward, you know, I think one of the reasons you've been so successful is that you're guided by a pretty clear mission that goes beyond just making a lot of money, although you're doing that too. Uh, you told me that you've been, you have a burning desire to change the wealth management industry. Now that's a, that's a pretty big uh, <laughs> yeah. mission, right? Uh, yeah. You know, and then you can influence as, as best you can. And I guess be the change you want to see, <laughs> but uh, so tell me more about that. Tell me about this burning desire, why you have this and how it's shaping your practice. Absolutely. Um, we both live in a world where it's either we do it ourselves or we want to work with somebody we know and trust. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, a lot of these big corporations and wealth management firms out there um, are really trying to get to that person without a personal connection, um, without that personal introduction. And it's really high net worth or nobody. Um, and that's really, really unfortunate because there's some amazing mass affluent folks or um, I love this generation, which, which serves me wonderfully, the, the Henry's, the high earners, not rich yet. Um, these are the folks that are you know, changing the world and, and is that middle management vice president who's going to be CEO someday um, working and starting out you know, five, 10 years ago, a lot of my folks, you know, six figure earning professionals are just cresting that are now making quarter million, half million, million dollar plus a year um, in addition to just living their personal mission and, and their story. Um, so I think under a million six figure young professionals are often over, overlooked. Um, I think the under a million, $2 million pre-retiree is being overlooked. Um, I think the, you know, friends and family that just need some basic guidance, um, you know, robo advisors aren't necessarily there, uh, for, for them. And, and if, and if we don't know and trust somebody, we're not going to work with them. So, so essentially your your and your way of changing if you will is by expanding the net of who gets helped yeah that's exactly right because there's a not not enough of this um it's something i'm really hopeful about um and then unfortunately um there are not enough people that have kind of that institutional investment bank background or um you know some of financial advisors we kind of trip into the career or we started as you know maybe insurance professionals and then moved into wealth management or fee-based planning or or uh, they started in another channel and just do fee-based planning. But uh, I think being a, a hybrid advisor these days where you're super, super transparent, um, there's absolutely situations that commissions make sense. And there's absolutely situations where flat fees make sense. But if you're open, um, which I am to the penny, uh, I just, I just want to break down those barriers and, and get the industry helping more and more and more people. So do do you, do you talk about this to clients at all? Do you, um, it sounds like sometimes you share your story, right? The, the, the story that we've already discussed that you've gone through. Sometimes you don't. What about the mission that you're on and, and the fact that you, well, you're choosing to, to serve certain types of segments of our society that some advisors can't seem to be bothered with. Uh, does that come up at all with either clients or centers of influence? Yeah, I, th I think so for sure. Um, you know, I, I start off every meeting that, you know, I love people and I love finance and <laughs> um, loving people through finance is what I do. Um, <laughs> I even trademarked it. Um, I couldn't believe it was available, <laughs> um, which is uh, pretty fun. Um, but I really, really start there, um, you know, share core values and, and, and go through that and really kind of just share your why. And, you know, this is what God willing, I'm going to be doing the rest of my life. And, and uh, if I can, you know, continue to love people and enhance their lives and give them options and make and uh, hopefully teach, you know, and help and mentor as many advisors as possible. And I hope everyone listening does the same. If we take care of people, it's just going to take over the world. I really believe it. Loving people through finance. I, I can't say that you hear that much. Uh, that's probably <laughs> yeah, that's why right. you got it trademarked. That's uh, right. It's surprising, huh? <laughs> well, not, not really. I mean, it, but it's good. Yeah. It's welcome. I mean, I was just having a conversation earlier today and uh, a guy was interested in my coaching and, and he wanted to have more joy in his practice. And I go, well, there's not a word you hear a lot. 
but why not? That's right? great. Why not create more joy in the why world? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you're hopefully by helping other people make the right financial decisions, you're going to help them create a little joy in their life too. <laughs> At least reduce the stress. So right. in, in a minute, I, I, I want you to tell everyone about, about two things. I'm going to tease a couple of things coming up. First, uh, you're very simple yet effective way to talk to your clients about referrals that yields this 3.5 incoming referral prospects per week. I've never seen the half person, but we'll see what that looks like. Um, Right. Some weeks are three, some weeks are seven, right? I know. I get it. But it's funny. (laughs) And and then I also want you to talk about your core values that guide your business. It's something that's come up in some past interviews from time to time with advisors. And it it seems that advisors who really have dug into the, the, their values, the core values shares it with their team. They seem to be a step ahead and ahead and shoulders above others in terms of their success. So I want to talk about how you're getting so many referrals and, and, and a little bit of your values. But first, I want to take a brief pause to listen to a word from our sponsor, Pod Rocket Academy, who makes this podcast possible. And I should add, produces this podcast as in as a business of helping advisors launch their own podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. Proudmouth. It's tough to be seen as an expert if you're spending most of your time as a salesperson. That's why we help industry experts like you spend less time selling and more time advising by turning you into a trusted subject matter authority. We help amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit Proudmouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. Before we continue with this episode, I want to let you know about some free resources that I invite you to retrieve after you've listened to today's interview. You'll find checklists, guides, videos, and other tools. Simply go to referralcoach.com forward slash resources. Now write this down, unless you're driving. That's referralcoach.com forward slash resources. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our weekly tips. We're always sharing best practices, and we'll notify you of our newest podcast interviews as they go live. And while these are free to you, I think you'll also find them quite valuable. While you're there... Make sure you sign up for our weekly tips where we're always sharing best practices and we'll notify you of our newest podcast interviews as they go live. And while these are free to you, I think you'll find them quite valuable. Also, if you're on a podcast site that accepts ratings and reviews, I'd be grateful if you could provide us with a five-star rating and review. Thank you. So back to our featured guest on Top Advisor Podcast. This is Tyson Vines with V Financial Partners based in Aurora, Ohio. Tyson has promised, tell us about your simple and yet very effective way of speaking to your clients about referrals that, as I've said before, nets you an average of 3.5 qualified incoming referral prospects per week. Well, thanks. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad to hear from you that, that that's a good number and, and uh, that's really, really strong. But at the core of it, you know, I want to care about people you care about most. And it really starts there. Um, mm. And so whether that's, you know, a colleague, a parent, a friend or sibling, um, I want them to keep them top, keep me top of mind. 
So, well, so you, you say to them, I want to care about, say that again. Let me get that right. <laughs> That's right. I want to care about the people you care about most. Okay. And that's it. I mean, that's what generates that's it. That. So with that is, is that <laughs> you're just putting me out of business. I'm telling you. No, right now. <laughs> no. I mean, you're no, you're radically relevant, Bill. Like your like your new book is titled, but it's, it's absolutely true. But um, I think it, it just starts there. Um, you're not asking, you're not pulling, you're not grabbing, you're not getting a list of, of 10 or 20 people. It is just saying, hey, I want to be on, on top of their mind and their heart that, hey, you know, Tyson is taking care of me. Um, I'm being cared for by my wealth advisor and they need, I need to share uh, with them those folks. Um, whether it was a, an email from a client to say, hey, you were, the, you were the talk of the town around the campfire over the weekend or, um, mm -hmm. or you know, I, I had I got a referral today at lunch uh, with a client that says, hey, you know, I'm going to send my, my colleague your way. I know you're going to take care of them. Um, those are the best. And then if you over deliver and do the right thing and are so consistent for your clients, um, I strongly believe and, and I'm a living Testament that those referrals do roll in. So, so what I think you said the, the, the word there, the operative word is that you're referable. That's right. right. Yeah. The, the the little piece of proactivity in your part, I think in and of itself wouldn't create the result that you're getting if you weren't highly referable. So you're loving people through finance. By the way, do you say that to clients? I, oh, I know it's on your website. Every day. Yeah. Absolutely. There's right. yeah, absolutely. So so they get that authenticity, they get that heart. You're obviously going to attract people who are attracted to that, right? If you are the That's pure right. analytical and you couldn't you know, a pure analytical or driver might not be able to s actually say those words. Loving. I don't know. I have a ton of analytical and drivers, uh, Bill. You'd be absolutely surprised. I had a NASA NASA scientist last week, huh? um, a you know driver CEO last week. Um, they're both amazing clients, and, and they respond well to that too. Absolutely. I mean, I think we're human. I think we want to be cared for, and sure, sure, and sure. and I think that's a part of it. And and I don't think you know that's our greatest commandment is is to love one another, and, and that kind of. Matt goes into the other two things you wanted me to share was talking about core values and what are you thinking about every day? Yeah. Um, you know, I think about two things every day as a business owner. It's one is how can I love people, uh, love people through finance? And then number two is how can I build recurring revenue? Um, mm -hmm. Because I want to do this um, every day forever. Um, and I want to, you know, have have the platform and the people and the legacy to live on to, to keep caring for folks. Um, so I think if you do the two, those two things hand in hand, um, you know, think about the operating free cash flow. That's the accountant in me, the, the, uh, I'm a recovering analytic, political bill. So, um, <laughs> that's really helpful, um, for me. And then just staying rooted, um, in that is super, super helpful. So, and then so, kind of going, talking about three core values publicly on my website and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, um, uh, Hey, George, uh, you know, I want to introduce you to my financial advisor. He's going to love you through finance. Say what? <laughs> um, no, I'm not I, sure I, the conversation I, goes like that, but maybe let's try, let's, <laughs> let's talk it through. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who, who cares? It's working. Uh, my <laughs> philosophy around this is if it, if it's legal, ethical, and moral, and people get served well along the way, 
give it a try. Yeah. There, there's no one right way to, uh, to be successful and to serve people in this business. So That's right. uh, let's, let's get into the core values. And obviously, you know, one of them is, you know, how do I love people through finance? But there's, I know there's more to it. Uh, recurring revenue is, is there anything else? I know you've talked in the past to me about confidence and, and being open, just put a little more, uh, meat on that, that, uh, core value. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, for every listener out there, I, I strongly, strongly encourage you to think about what are the words or the core values, not just a mission statement. Like what are the, what are the tenants? What are the, are the, you know, the core pillars of your life? Um, think about those words and how you want to share them. And, and I encourage you, I challenge you to share those with your clients and it is absolutely helped my process and just given me more confidence um, to build my business. So I start with three core comp, uh, values with every single client, every single conversation. Um, it starts with number one, um, everything we talk about today is in confidence as you, as I use confidence, not confidential, because you have to have confidence in me. Mm. Um, and then there's a lot more to that, but that's the core. So number one is confidence. Um, number two is enhance. Um, I want to make your life better. I want to give you choice. Um, I like to think about things in good, better, best. Um, there's no right way to do financial planning, but there is a wrong way. So it's my mm. job to make sure that doesn't happen. So giving them that it's their plan. It, it's their, it's their journey, push back, ask questions. There's always a different way, but if I'm not enhancing someone's life, then we shouldn't work together. Um, mm -hmm. And, and three is hopefully where I'm different, but I want the whole industry to be open and I want them to be open about number one and how they get paid. Um, number one, number two, um, what's going on in your own personal life? Um, are you debt free or, you know, how are you, what are some best practices you do for clients in similar situations? Uh, and then third is open architecture. Uh, I think you need to sell many products from many different companies um, so that um, you can truly be, you know, that fiduciary that we're called to be. Um, being transparent about fees, commissions, you know, the various ways you get paid. I, I know that a lot of advisors kind of struggle with that. They, they have yeah. trouble talking about the money that they get paid. Mm -hmm. right? They don't mind talking about asking a client to invest them, you know, bring over a million dollars of investable assets. But then when it comes to talking about this is how I am compensated for the value I believe I'm going to bring to you. It's a tough conversation and you kind of agree with that. Tell, tell us more about, about that and how you got past that. If you had to get, yeah, past I've, that. I've made it easier for myself um, over the years. And, and one of is, is that, you know, I typically charge less looking at all the league tables and everything else, you know, mm -hmm. I'm typically probably a third to a half less um, than others. Um, that's okay. I think it's kind of a leading edge um, part of it. Um, and then it's okay. Clients, know um, how the business works. Um, I want to bring that fact out before the client asks me, what, what are you getting paid? Because uh, that's an uncomfortable conversation to get back because they already have preconceived notions about it. Mm -hmm. But if you directly start, start it and say, I'm open and how I'm compensated. Um, I know some states require it in certain ways and some don't, but um, if you're really open about it, to me, I'd say one in 10 clients truly ask, you know, let's go over the, you know, to the penny. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that you are available and super honest about it, um, why not Cre show your value? You know, I want to, you want to, you want to create value um, that is emotional value and it's very rational monetary value as well. So. 
Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. And it, it, it just, it's kind of a, I guess, when you think about, not that this is an objection, but, you know, one of the things you're taught is if, if there's a prevalent objection that you get in whatever you do, you don't wait for it to come up and then react to it. You bring it up first, right? That's right. So this is kind of falls in that category of, let's just put it out there. So we have a little bit of control over when it comes up and how it gets discussed, as opposed to someone just saying it and you're not quite ready for it, right? Yeah, and absolutely. So kind of breaking it down to all those core values, that point um, shows up in every one of them. So in confidence is, is that, you know, I share with my clients, you know, no one will know to a penny what, what you have, any hidden desire of your heart, what's going on with your health, your family, whether you're going to move, change jobs, all that kind of stuff. That secret stays with me. Um, you know, I don't want the client asking me, so are you going to tell Bill uh, about what we're doing today? Yeah. Um, and then two is where enhance, giving clients choices. You know, clients don't want to be in a pigeonhole. They don't want to say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to talk about annuities today or, oh, I mm-hmm. guess we're going to talk about, you know, mutual funds and portfolio management and, oh, what's your planning fee? Um, just talk about options and, and get that open to say, let them know that they have a choice and they have power over the conversation. Uh, and then, you know, three, you know, we just talked about it being open. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I think it takes any of this thing out and you do charge a little less. So you're kind of ahead of the curve in terms of the, the pressure uh, the downward pressure that people or advisors are feeling around fees anyway. Um, sure. So that it kind of takes that as an issue off the table. Yeah. And all my friends tell me I don't charge enough and and we'll work on that, I guess. So. Yeah. And, and you're doing very well. And so you're loving people through finance. <laughs> <laughs> Authenticity is such a buzzword today. Uh, it's almost watered down. It's used on mm-hmm. every single piece of branding email we get. Uh, but at the core of it, it's this, it's an issue of heart connection and love. Um, so how do you coach others to be their authentic self and their business and especially their sales process? Yeah, it, it's a great question. I, I think some advisors, well, I know because I talk to a lot of them every day, struggle with this a little bit because they don't want they don't want to look weak or needy. I mean, in my interview with Deidre Van Nest, it was, you know, uh, advisors ask, should I really share that part of me? And, and, you know, can I be vulnerable with a client and all that? Well, the answer is yes. I mean, you got to be careful. You don't want to bleed all over people or do therapy with your clients, but they, they want to get a sense of who you are. They need to know what you do. They want to know how you do it. And they also want to know who you are. And I think it's become more important uh, over the last, let's say, five, 10 years than it used to be. Uh, It just seems to be the trend in this industry. And so one of the things that I coach people and teach people to do is what we really talked about at the beginning of this interview, which is the the why story, whether you call it your personal brand story. I tend to call it your client-focused why because it's about you, but it's focused on the client and how they'll benefit from the fact that you've been through that experience. That's what helps create a personal connection. And when the folks that I've coached, when they talk about their why, their client focus, why early on in, in their brand new relationships, and they reveal a little bit of what's important to them and what they value, they win more clients because they're more authentic and they also become more referable more quickly. 
So this brings me to that, that conversation around business friendship. Now, when I talk about business friendship, I'm not saying, you know, going out late at night with your clients and drinking and telling each other deep, dark secrets. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about creating relationships that go beyond the core work that you do. And I think everyone listening to this understands that concept, but very few people that I've met know how to do that or take the step to do it. And one of the best ways to do it is with client events, client appreciation events, where you get together with folks in a social setting and heck just walking people out to their car after a meeting uh, walking them to the elevator, just meeting, you know, if, if they tend to come to your office, meet them at their office or meet them at their home from time to time and just get in those different environments. And what happens is different parts of you and different parts of them come out into the relationship. And that's how you build those business friendships. And it, it I'll tell you, it, the secret sauce to creating advocates, and I have a feeling this is one reason why, you've done so well with building this referral only business without asking for them is the secret sauce to advocates are, are the business friendships That's when right. not only do they see the value that you've brought to them and they want others in their life to experience that value. They also care about you, the advisor, and they don't mind helping you be more successful as well. W would you agree with that? Would you say that's, part of the equation that you see with your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Event events are great and just taking time and just talking about what's going on in their lives and just being yeah. so much more than um you know their wealth advisor or an insurance advisor or yeah. Yeah. Or, or what 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 have you. But absolutely. And so. and not all clients want that, but but most do and the ones you're going to attract probably in most cases do because we just uh, tend to attract people that like us or like the way we are naturally. Uh, so my, my last question to you, Tyson, is one I like to ask many of my featured guests, and that is what makes you optimistic uh, right now about your business and or financial advisory and planning industry in general? What gets you juiced or looking forward to the future? Yeah, I'm super optimistic. Um, I'm in this forever and hopefully everyone on this call is in this forever as well. And wants to pass it on to the next generation, the next generation after that. Um, you know, we are our biggest competitive advantage. Every, each and every one of us has stories. We have core values. We have that authentic self to share. Um, and that's, what's going to make you different. Um, you know, to me, people need and want to be cared for. Um, you know, we want a human interaction. Um, if we didn't, we would just do it online ourselves. And mm -hmm. a lot of people do. Um, uh, but there's a vast majority of the population, um, that want someone to talk to, share ideas with, someone to listen, you know, to what they want to accomplish. You know, a mega corporation can't do that, and an algorithm can't quite do that perfectly either. So, uh, to me, it's a hug, a handshake, a smile over Zoom. It can't be replaced, and there's not enough enough loving, qualified people out there um, mm -hmm. giving really, really good advice. So, I have a ton of hope for people. You know that we can, you know, love people through finance together, and uh, it's going to be tremendous. I know it will be. I love it. Um... So I, I think it's obvious, I hope it's obvious to folks listening to this, why you have been able to be successful. And there's a lot of people say that re they're referral only, but they're not necessarily very successful. There's not a level of activity that would inspire a lot of people, but yeah. you are you still have to go to work every day. That's for sure. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> so, so 
Tyson Vines, uh, founder of V Financial Partners, Aurora, Ohio. Thank you so much for being on Top Advisor Podcast. Oh, thank you. Honored to be a part of it. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So thank you. Uh, to you, the listener of this podcast, I'd like to ask a small favor. If you like this episode or like the podcast in general, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening to this show. Not all platforms have a place for reviews, but if yours does, I, I'd certainly be grateful. If you haven't already, head over to referralcoach.com forward slash resources to sign up for our weekly tips and access a ton of free guides. I like to say free, but still valuable. Uh, this is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful. Only acting on those ideas will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.